Struggling to keep track of your story and world? Archivos is for you! More intuitive than a wiki, more extensible than Scrivener, Archivos builds your story bible into your personal, always-on tactical display. Graphical relationship charting, continuity tools, this thing has it all with bonus options for fan engagement and real-time collaboration. Archivos. Story world management done right www.archivos.digital. That's www.archivos.digital. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 984. Today we hear from Nicole, who asks, What is your take? Is sci-fi fantasy mostly a genre guys read? That was also a bit of advice I got from another source when considering what might sell. It used to be. It's not anymore. Partly this is due to the influx of female editors into the field in the 70s and 80s, and they, of course, because they're acquisitions editors, they select for their tastes. And you can see a massive change. I actually started a little earlier than that, in the late 60s and early 70s. You see a massive change in orientation in science fiction and, indeed, in fantasy from the um, quest tale and the big ideas to stuff that's more focused around interpersonal conflict and personal angst. And the reason for this is pretty simple. On average, and any time you're talking about sex differences, it's on average because the bell curves overlap about 80%. You just get the major differences on the margins. On average, men are a little more interested in ideas and mechanics than women are. And women are a little more interested in feelings and personal drama than men are. And so if you want to write a story that is going to appeal to men and to women, you're going to want something that has interesting ideas, some pretty good intrigue and mechanics, uh, both plot mechanics and uh, like regular like everyday physics and stuff like that, gadgets. And then you're also going to want to have good character development and interpersonal drama that is both intelligible and surprising. Where the characters drive the story. Right. And it deals like in the way that, uh, in the way that you deal with sex and romance, right? Um, for something that's geared more towards guys, it's you're going to have one of two things. You're going to have either sort of the... Uh, the one true love, but not done in a squishy sort of uh, idealized. Or it is idealized, but not in the way that it's, it's going to be idealized in, in more of the hero's journey type of thing, right. where um, the guy has to earn the woman's attention or her devotion, and those are two different things. Or you're going to get more like the James Bond type of casual sexual conquest, fantasy mm -hmm. wish fulfillment type of thing. Whereas with something geared more towards women, you're going to be focusing on the difficulties in establishing the relationship, in working out the dynamics and the communication between the couples. There's going to be a lot more communication problems. There's so many subgenres within both science fiction and fantasy, and there are certainly subgenres of each that are dominated by women or dominated by men mm -hmm. like 
women are not going to be the primary readers of military science fiction. Right. You're going to have women reading it, but they're not going to be the main audience. They're not going to be the main audience. Oh. Men are not going to be the primary readers of paranormal urban fantasy. Mm Mm-hmm. Though you will get men that read it. Though you will get a lot of men that do. And women are not going to be the primary readers of medieval epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Though you will have a lot of women that, that do. And of course you'll get uh, – you'll catch – when you're writing stuff that's geared more towards women, you'll catch a lot more gay male readers. Mm. And when you're writing stuff that's geared more toward men, you'll catch more lesbian readers. Um Oh, uh, the other thing I was going to say about romance is that in stuff written more toward – the romantic elements geared more toward women, sex tends to be more transformative and transgressive than in stuff written towards men. Hmm. It's a weird thing, but it's um, – again, because of the average way that women respond to sex versus men, men tend to go for quantity and women tend to go for connection. Mm-hmm. And so that shows up in the way that um, sex is treated in stories that are geared more towards women versus more toward men. Mm. So I guess if your reader reviewer was thinking of military science fiction and Tolkien's epic fantasy, then yeah, those are primarily male genres. But there's so much within both of those genres now that are geared more towards women or are fairly unisex. Mm-hmm. That have a have a broad appeal. Um, again, for epic fantasy, uh, Tamora Pierce, Patricia Reed, mm. um, both write really good uh, high fantasy that, you know, from – they're both women and they write stuff that appeals a lot more to women, though it still appeals very well to men. They've got a very good balance. Um, Tad Williams writes um, epic fantasy that's got a really good balance that appeals to women and men both. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's geared more toward men, stuff like uh, was uh, written by Robert E. Howard and Lynn Carter for the Conan books. Anything from the Golden Age is uh, written to appeal more directly to men than to women. Um, the Jack Reacher novels, okay, Reacher is not science fiction or fantasy, but he is very much a sort of male-centric character that's mm-hmm. currently uh, very popular. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that gives you an idea. Yeah. Don't worry about whether you should be writing something. If, if you want to write it and you're interested in it, write it. And you will find out whether it's appealing mainly to men or to women based on the kind of feedback you get, and then you can tweak your marketing based on that. Yes. So Sometimes that will surprise you. Sometimes it will. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the, the, the conversations I've had with writers who are like, yeah, I was expecting to get this kind of reader, but I got all this kind and I had no idea. So, mm-hmm. and those are always fun. It, good surprises. Thank you for the question, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions, Incorporated. The text is copyright to... Copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions, Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners.